We're continuing with the halachas of Amir La'akum. And uh, as we mentioned yesterday, many of these halachas are easily misunderstood or, mi- or misapplied. So we'll try to be clear, although we're not going to be able to be uh, thorough in just the few minutes that we do between Minchemar, but we'll try to at least uh, lay out some basic rules. So, uh, first of all, it's important for us to hear the words of the Ramah, the end of Simon Shin Zayin. The Ramah says these words. Anything that you can't tell a Jew to do, on, a non-Jew to do on Shabbos, anything that you're prohibited from instructing a non-Jew to do on Shabbos, and what is that? You're prohibited from telling a non-Jew to do anything that you can't do. Anything you can't do, you can't tell a non-Jew to do. So anything that you're not allowed to tell a non-Jew to do to Shabbos, you can't hint to him to do either. So that itself is a very important issue because um, many people think that as soon as you get into the realm of hinting and all of a sudden the, the whole issue of Amir Akum is dissolved. It's not true at all. You cannot get a guy to do something for you by saying to him something, uh, at least certain kinds of indirect things. There are certain ways of doing it, but not that. Um, you're allowed to hint to a guy on Shabbos to do a malacha after Shabbos. Like you can say to a guy on Shabbos, um, uh, I wish somebody would mow my lawn on Sunday. You could say that. Um, uh, or or certainly you could say, I wish that my, my lawn would get straightened out on Sunday. Some might even say that using the word mow the lawn could be a problem because you're talking about the malacha. But, you can, but the point is, you're, you're doing a remiza for after Shabbos, that's okay. Now that seems to contradict something that the Shulchan Aruch himself, this is the Ramah, Shulchan Aruch earlier says that Mutter lama lo achar ha-Shabbos, you're allowed to say to a guy after Shabbos, lama lo asisa dover plenty b'Shabbos ha'avar. Yesterday, uh, on Shabbos, how come you didn't uh, do whatever it is? How come you didn't uh, do whatever, some, there's some, some prohibited action that you weren't allowed to tell him to do on Shabbos? So, now the guy is going to end up understanding that this next Shabbos he should do that. So that means you're doing a remiza, you're hinting to the guy uh, that you're disappointed that he didn't do this thing on Shabbos, and now he'll know on his own to do it next Shabbos because of what you said. So how does that work? We just said, the Ramad just said, uh, says that uh, you can't be miramis to a guy to do a malach on Shabbos. So uh, the, uh, the general assumption is that it's not a contradiction because we're talking about the difference between making a remiza on Shabbos for the guy to do something on Shabbos. So the actual uh, verbal hint to the guy is happening on Shabbos and the result that he accomplishes is happening on Shabbos versus a remiza before Shabbos or in this case, it's right after Shabbos for the next Shabbos, meaning it's, it's not on Shabbos where you're being miramis to a guy to do something on Shabbos, where that's okay, or where you're doing being miramis on Shabbos for the guy to do something after Shabbos. And if we recall uh, from the three classic reasons of why instructing a guy on Shabbos is prohibited, this would make sense because if it's a question of shlichus, so the action isn't happening on um, when a person is Muhammad on Shabbos for a guy to do something after Shabbos, so the action is happening after Shabbos, so there's no shlichus. And Dabra Dabra is not a problem, speaking uh, this way on Shabbos is not a problem because you're not speaking directly and openly about it. You're not saying the action itself and therefore it would be okay. Why would it be okay to hint before Shabbos to do something on Shabbos? That's an interesting question and probably because 
um, since he's doing it as a remez, he's not making him a shliach. In other words, since he's using a hint, so that's not, you cannot say that a person who gets a hint ends up being uh, a shliach of the person and therefore it wouldn't be prohibited. Now, we have to be very careful here. This issue of hinting is a very <coughs> delicate issue halachically. And one distinction we have to make is remiza bederech tzivui and remiza shalo bederech tzivui, meaning is the hint itself still an, a, a, an encouragement to take action or is it some kind of an other indirect statement of fact which how the guy then ends up figuring out what he's supposed to do but you didn't really indirectly even request an action or suggest an action. So that's a very big difference because Ramiza Badarat Sibui hinting to a guy uh, uh, in a way that the guy knows what you want him to do like I wish somebody would uh, you turn on the air conditioner or whatever it is. That's that's uh, so you're not telling the guy to turn on the air conditioning. You're wishing, or or you know it's, it's, it, it, that kind of thing is that's that's a remiza b'derachzivui. That's prohibited. Remiza shelo b'derachzivui, where where there is no action directly called for. But you say I'm really hot or something like that. Then um, the remiza there would be acceptable. The problem is, and we'll go into this in greater detail, the problem is what is the action the guy is going to take? Because there's another issue altogether besides instructing a guy, there's another issue called benefiting from the malacha of a guy. Meaning even if a guy doesn't get any direction from a Jew, and a guy does a malacha for a Jew on Shabbos, generally speaking, with exceptions, which we'll get into, you're not allowed to benefit from what the guy did. For example, a person's in a dark room, can't read, a guy sees this, he knows Jews can't tell him anything, so the guy comes in and turns on the light. The Jew is obligated to leave the room, and the Jew is obligated to say to the guy, don't you ever do that again. You could say, thank you, I know you tried to help, but he has to say, don't do that again. And if the guy works for him, he has to say, if you do that again, I'll fire you. He has to make sure that the guy knows that he is not to do that. So, that, so you're not allowed to benefit directly from the work of a guy, and there are, ma- there are exceptions or caveats that we'll get into that. So we have to be very careful. So number one is, Ramiza generally is prohibited to a guy on Chavez to hint to a guy to do something. Shalom would be okay, and the result of the action that the guy takes can't be direct benefit and pleasure that the, that the Jew physically has from it. For example, if the guy ends up turning on a light in a room where I could have read anyway, and therefore the right makes it easier for me to, to, to read, that's not considered to be direct benefit. And therefore, if the guy did that on his own initiative, or did that in a way where he heard a, not, a non-derechtsivui suggestion from me, then a person would be able to stay in the room and be able to actually read, even though it's easier. So we'll get into these halachas in greater detail. <laughs> Mr. Shinema, I don't know if I face him on to go Yagyo Terbiyan.